go hello and welcome to the football parliament podcast your one stop destination for all your football debates opinions and discussions world class defenders and goalkeepers have become essential to every top club in the modern game early hints of the same were seen in the summer of 2001 when juventus decided to splash out a combined 94 million on parma's defensive duo of lilian thuram and goalkeeper gianluigi buffon The way next summer Manchester United again broke the transfer record for the most expensive defender with the purchase of soon to be club legendary of Ferdinand. Since the early 2000s for the next decade or so the highest transfer fees and records were dominated particularly by forwards and midfield players like Paul Pogba, Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale. However the trend was restarted in Manchester City where Pep Guardiola spent millions of euros purchasing goalkeepers, fullbacks and center backs. Thus for today's video, we've drawn the list of the top 10 most expensive goalkeepers and center backs of all time and we are going to be making a tier list with five different tiers and arranging the 20 players according to their categories. Thus for today's video, I've got Vedant, Chirag and Rishabh. Welcome guys. Thank you Balash. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Thank you. Glad to be back for another video. Before starting this list, I would like to ask you all to subscribe to our channel for more top quality football content. Let's get started with the first player that appears on my screen. It's a Real Madrid player. So, Vidant, your take on Eder Militao. See, Militao has been an absolute key for uh, Real Madrid standing up when Ramos and Varane aren't there. He's playing a bit like Ramos too. No comparisons though. because uh, but in the start of the season i kind of blamed him because he made a joke out of varan i mean while playing football though so he's a decent signing not that great to be honest although he's had great games against liverpool barcelona and even chelsea in the first leg but he's a decent signing not that great chirag do you agree with him being a decent signing oh i agree uh, because he has had very good games he has had very bad games so definitely a decent signing all right then first player at the Militao my mistake goes to the decent signing category Rishabh we have a Manchester City player next it's a Manchester City defender mm-hmm. uh, Nathan you know, Ake Nathan Ake this season coming in from you know a relegated team he struggled with injuries a lot he started in a very competitive squad you know a Pep Guardiola squad for that matter and he is very promising but this season was quite disappointing that's excluding his injury because during the game and especially the game against chelsea on saturday he wasn't you know the very best player on the pitch so for me this season he's been disappointing disappointing do you all agree or uh, i don't see him in decent signing does anyone uh, vouch for flop away i considering he came considering man city paid 45.3 million so i'll go for disappointing to not flop to i would put Should him I for flop but just uh giving my opinion that he had injuries caused so maybe uh, giving him the medical benefit to be in the disappointing category right then since all of us agree we can put nathan ake in disappointing next man needs no introduction his name is enough and so is his trophy cabinet gianluigi buffon where do we all put him legend world class, world class. no debate about this world class after casillas he is the best goalkeeper ever in my opinion so that's a debate for another day but for you there is no debate that buffon has been a world class signing next up we've got everton goalkeeper jordan pickford chirag you being a premier league fan where do you think pickford truly belongs 
we all know how many memes we have seen about Pickford. He is England's current number one choice, but he is no, it is not due to his great stats in the Premier League rather than his uh, great performances for the English side. So I would put him in the uh, de- uh, de- decent or rather the disappointing category. But we need to also accept that he helped Everton to uh, a, a certain good defensive unit, making them a good defensive unit. He definitely is one of the best Englishmen uh, between the posts. So I agree he should be as uh, considered as a decent signing and not disappointing considering all the mistakes he have ma- he has made but for me he has to be decent personally i i don't feel that he is a decent signing i would rather go for disappointing to be very honest for jordan pickford the amount of transfer fees he's taken and the fact that he's always been one of the worst keepers in the prem he had kept up along with him and that category he's been probably the bottom three the worst three looking at the transfer fees the expectations and the fact that he's not lived up to them i would personally put him in Disappointing. Vedant, what about you? Disappointing or decent? I think he'll be in disappointing category because I, even though uh, Everton paid 30 million for him, he hasn't been that great, to be honest. And they've conceded 42 goals this season and Everton have already only scored 46 goals. So, the difference is not much. It's only four. Disappointing season, in my opinion. Disappointing or decent? Yeah, like I said, you know, he's playing in a very weak Merseyside derby. You can't rely on one man between the posts. So, he has been disappointing this season. Right, then as we agree on disappointing, we move to another Premier League goalkeeper. Rishabh, your take on your current number one, Ederson. When I think of Ederson, I think of, you know, the bad matches first, you know, rather than the good matches. I think of the matches against Leeds, Manchester, Chelsea, and even on the Champions League to some extent. But Ederson, you can't deny it, he is world-class. He was very instrumental in the Centurion season. He's been very instrumental for our title charge this season, you know, apart from Ruben Diaz. So, for me, he is worth the money. Not world-class yet, but he is worth the money. I think he is a world-class player, but then we need to look at some of the other players that would come into that category. And I totally agree with Rishabh over here. With Anthony Chirag, do you all agree with the fact that Edison is worth the money side? Yeah, definitely. He cannot be world-class category, according to me, but definitely in the worth the money category. And considering that it was a very hefty price that Man City paid for him. So, worth the money is suitable for him. Next up is yep. another Manchester City defender. This time, it's the Frenchman, Amérique Laporte. Vedant, your take on Laporte. Laporte has been instrumental for Man City. I mean, not talking about this season, but talking about his Man City career as a whole. He's been instrumental and pretty much the heart of the defence alongside Vincent Kompany. So... I'll consider him as worth the money signing. Worth the money is a good shout. Uh, Rishabh, the fact that he's not a starting centre-back anymore, does that change his position on this tier list? Um, it won't exactly change his position because, you know, from the 2019-2020 season, you've seen, you know, how he was ridiculed by injury and how, you know, Manchester City fell. But luckily, somehow, he came back. We were back in the second position. And this season, we decided not to take a chance. And by, you know, Ruben Diaz, who, as we all know, is the best signing of the season so far. So, I agree with Vedant. He is, um, you know, worth the money. Worth the money category it is. Now, we come on to the oldest player, I would say, probably, on this list. Uh, most probably is. It is the former Fiorentina and Inter Milan goalkeeper, Toldo. Chirag, what do you make of uh, this goalkeeper? He, uh, at the time when he was in his prime, we were all too, uh, way too young to acknowledge his efforts on the pitch. So, uh, going with his stats and what I have read about him, 
uh, of late according to me he was one of the best keepers of his generation he was however very unlucky to not get uh, the trophies uh, which he deserved to be he was the second choice uh, in uh, mourinho's treble winning uh, treble winning inter side also so according to me he was a decent signing at that time when uh, he uh, took the brave decision of moving into the inter squad rather than any other big squad uh, which were luring him at that moment of time the first choice was julio cesar right cesar yes julio yeah. cesar was the first choice goalkeeper so do we agree on uh, toldo being a decent signing yep, yes definitely next up is another manchester city defender how many times will i have to say that so i will take so the much views of manchester city oil money yeah. so uh, so i'll take the views of the manchester city fan over here rishab your views on john stones and his manchester city as a overall not just um particular. you know excluding this season john stones has been one of those not very reliable center backs for us you know apart from you know being injured his morale in the squad was also not the best but you know when you talk about his overall career you you talk about you know what he's done alongside people like vincent company and kyle walker so for me he is a de- he is a decent signing this season phenomenal if he can be very consistent you know he could prove his worth but he is a decent signing i agree he's one of the signings who's currently a decent signing but the way he's going he might soon find his place even above on the tier list but for now we can agree on decent signing So next player Chirag what do you make of Manuel Neuer uh at the time he when he joined Bayern he definitely was considered the biggest snake in world football today also he might be considered one of the biggest snake in world football but his move has definitely changed the game for Bayern his traffic uh, trophy cabinet rather uh, speaks uh, itself about his uh, world class abilities so definitely a world class category for Manuel Neuer champions league trophies back to back Uh, German uh, German trophies, German league trophies, German cup, definitely one of the best, world class. Along with the fact he's changed the concept of goalkeeping for a lot of people yes, right yes, now. Yes. That's the exact so, point I was going to make. Amazing point. Yeah. World class for Manuel Neuer. Next the modern day very, great. Yeah, very very controversial one because it's Manchester United captain Harry Maguire. Vedant, your views on Harry Maguire? Well, well, well. Who we got? An 80 million English slab head. Well, that's what people who only watch Real will say and say he's a flop signing. But I don't think so. He had a first poor season. It was a season of you know where he made big mistakes. So, but he's changed. He's changed his Manchester United chapter all around because this season he's had pretty impressive stats with. Uh, some stats which I'll just mention are uh, most aerial duels won, most blocks. in the premier league most clearances most interceptions and most duels in general so he is definitely in my opinion a decent signing not worth the money yet because you know manchester united spend uh, around 87 million so i don't think so i feel like money yet. i feel like i feel compared to last season you know harry maguire has not been this good you know you look you look at the manchester united team the first name that comes to mind is you know bruno fernandes you don't think of harry maguire immediately When when I look at Harry Maguire, I've seen you know him play in the Premier League. I saw the match yesterday against Aston Villa as well, and the FA Cup especially. And Harry Maguire is not the very best of defenders, but neither is he a good defender. For me, he has been extremely average. So I feel like he would be in the disappointing category rather than a flop. He has been extremely disappointed for Man United. Just pitching in the fact that Harry Maguire is the only player to like. Play all his minutes since his uh, signing for Manchester United. 
uh, if he has started he has completed every 90 minutes and it was just yesterday uh, when he was not able to complete his uh, first ever match uh, for manchester united so definitely a decent signing not at all a troll uh, what he uh, he has become over the internet so i think that uh, i would to agree with harry maguire being a decent signing particularly of how impressive he has been this season he's been manchester united's one of the most important players i would say second most important player after bruno fernandes and the fact that they are finally probably going to win a trophy at last which was one of the big criticisms of his stint at united i will agree on harry maguire being a decent signing rather than disappointing one however move on moving on to the next goalkeeper he's from syria he is alex merit without the obvious on merit where should he find his place well he plays for uh, napoli he plays for napoli he is the second choice goalkeeper but uh, considering he's the second choice he keeps on switching up with david ospina and considering he's only been for 26 million i think he's a decent signing not that really bad definitely he was uh, uh, brought in to uh, make up cover for uh, for the second choice itself but he has proven his worth he is uh, competing ospina for the first uh, first spot he is too young he will improve a decent signing uh, so i think we will agree on uh, merit being a decent signing next on is david luiz we talk about david luiz in respect of his move which is in psg which is from chelsea and then again chelsea but his stint at psg was one of the first signings by psg manager lauren black and he was quite good apart from few inconsistencies he had uh, a uh, sorry discipline problem at uh, paris saint germain he got more than uh, i would say 25 yellow cards i think for uh, his stint over there he also was a good goal scorer along with he's got probably double digits of goals scored overall he could not win the ucl in a very good squad he did win multiple league and trophies for me he's been a decent signing rishabh what about you um You know David Luiz at Paris Saint-Germain for three years. He scored three goals. You know from two from a free kick, one from a header, and I feel he also had a world score, world class squad to back him. Now, when you think of the 2015-2016 season, you the first name that comes to mind is you know David Beckham, final season as a pro player. You have people like Edinson Cavani, you have Marquinhos, you have Thiago Silva. So all these people, you know, these are people who could really carry a team. And David Luiz seemed like one of those people who really didn't fit in. so i would feel like you know he is a decent signing as well he would be a decent signing right then we do agree on david luis being a decent signing next up is valencia goalkeeper jasper silicon vedant your views and where should silicon find his spot on the tier list silicon starts every game for valencia although he's led in like valencia have led in 51 goals this season because they have missed jasper silicon this season because uh, he had an injury in november Uh, that was a quadriceps injury that's that kept him out until march and again in march when he went for the international matchups for netherlands he got another injury so he's missed out the season a lot but last season he was really very good i think he would make in the decent signing category looking at his transfer fees uh, and number of games he's played particularly this season for whatever reasons being and the fact that he's got a poor distribution this season particular 57% passing accuracy rashab what's your take on silicon's position in this uh, tier list you're on mute yeah Shab. first things first when it comes to yasper silicon um i think about his time at barcelona and you know how how he was under the shadow of like mark andre tostegen who's still considered one of the best informed goalkeepers today 
But Jasper Sillison, like I said, he's playing for a mid-tier table, mid-tier team in La Liga. And, you know, he's not the only man you can rely on to win you all the games. So, for me, I agree with Vedant. He is a decent signing. Not the very best. But he could live up to his potential in the next season, you know, if he's not ridiculed by injury. Right, then. Uh, with views of Vedant and Rishabh, we do put him in the decent signing category. Next up is the very highly rated young defender from Turin, Matthias Dillett. Chirag, your views on Dillett. Uh, one, uh, uh, he made a move from Ajax to Juventus. It was a very uh, big move, considered to be one of the biggest moves because the guy with the highest potential was being uh, transferred from a big club, from a decent club to a big club, I would say. But obviously, he did not uh, get uh, enough of game time in this initial year. But now he is uh, stepping up uh, day by day. He is getting into a category where we all know he can perform well. So according to me, he is a decent signing, but he has to prove the uh, the money he was worth, he was uh, signed for, definitely. And we are also hearing rumors of him moving out of Juventus. So definitely, it will put him some, uh, somewhere down in the uh, categories. Not so disappointing, according to me, but still a decent signing. Are you, are you saying disappointing or a decent setting? Decent, decent. Wait, on what about you? Well, considering he's a centre-back and Juventus did pay 86 million to be precise for him, I think he's been disappointing. He hasn't started ahead of the likes of Bonucci and Chiellini, considering they're old too. And he should have started, but he hasn't. So, I think he's a disappointing size. Uh, he's a disappointing signing. Rishabh, what about you? Decent or disappointing? Um, you know, I agree with Chirag. Matthias Delict has got the biggest potential, you know, that any of us have seen in a centre-back. And I feel like his move to Turin was a bit of a risky one, but he's starting to prove his worth for now. So, he, he is a decent signing. He is a decent signing. Just saying, I'm yesterday he made a mistake against AC Milan too. Look, I'm, I'm a bit confused as well with the fact that earlier part he did not play a lot and now that he is playing, it is probably Juventus' one of the worst seasons. And the fact that he takes up a transfer fee of £87 million, I personally would put Matthias Dillett in the disappointing signing. Since we have a dialogue over here, uh, does anyone want to change their votes? Mm. What you should know we what? Do? I'll, 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 I'll be frank. I'll, I'll agree to pay that. He has got the potential, but this season, not the right, best. Matthias Dillett goes okay. disappointing. And now we've got the goat. We have got Kepa Isabalaga, who's straight going to go to a world class. Or should I put another tier for him over here? Let me put a Kepa tier. Should I do that? <laughs> okay, Sponsi is not. Chirag, we'll get to you later. I know that you're not going to agree that he's a flop, but Rishabh, do you think uh, he's a flop? Uh... The only two games come into mind when I think of Kepa Rizabalaga. Um, Manchester City 6, Chelsea 0, and um, you know the UCL group stage against Ajax. He's not the best goalkeeper Chelsea's ever had. And he actually doesn't even live up to the potential of goalkeepers Chelsea has. Because when you think of Ch- Chelsea keepers, I think of Thibaut Courtois, Petr Cech, Willy Caballero, all people who are extremely world-class. And in their time, Kepa is not one of those people. The fact that he is the highest, oh, sorry, let me complete. He is uh, the most expensive goalkeeper of all time and is currently second choice to Edward Bendy. You cannot be uh, spending 80, what, what was it, sorry, 72 million on a second choice goalkeeper is the reason why I feel that he is a flop. But Chirag, we know you've got a say in it. So 
put your point forward definitely. briefly yeah please. i would need a bit of time here i would definitely say briefly that. please yeah yeah no i will take my time he is the legend but uh, first of all it was not his fault that his tag uh, price tag was so big because uh, it was a panic buy considering all what happened with kebao kartua next uh, he has been brilliant under marujo sari's uh, season when he uh, was playing under marujo sari we won the europa league and i consider him one of the reasons uh, the great penalty save he had in the semi uh, semi finals but all went down again when he chose to become the manager of himself and he uh, opted not to come out of the pitch Uh, uh so he is a decent manager according to me <laughs> but according to me not a flop signing but a, a, dis- a disappointing signing i would still say because he has the potential in himself he is young he will prove you all wrong i am telling you he will prove you all wrong he might prove us all wrong but that's he will prove you at the moment he has had one of the most disastrous seasons the goalkeeper can have which is the previous season and the current season he didn't start it well currently a second choice he, he has led uh, chelsea to the fa cup final he has been an fa cup keeper and you cannot forget that he has led chelsea yeah, to the do, fa cup do, do you honestly think that's enough for uh, the world record signing goalkeeper no 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 but still you are saying that he has not given he has not been given opportunities he is on a streak for uh, clean sheets I, if I you consider that he is the second choice i just said that he is the second choice goalkeeper which is true look he is we can say improving but we need to look at the fact that he is the most just saying just saying one thing there's something which needs to be noticed chelsea won the game against manchester city uh, the fa cup win was 1-0 zh scored the goal but uh, man city only had three shots on target the rest were completely off target so i don't know what to say no plus just briefing it out put him in the top category you won't agree you all know he is a legend you won't agree i know Not to mention the fact that he's been at Chelsea for I think three seasons, if I'm not wrong. And the only yeah. achievements in his cabinet at Chelsea is a Europa League trophy and an FA Cup final. And I feel like you know, Thomas Tuchel isn't gonna start Kepa in the FA Cup final. Let's be very frank. So no, he I, I actually answer. think that he might. I think he might. No, but he will. He will. because uh, tuchel has made it clear that he is our fa cup final keeper uh, fa cup keeper who has helped uh, chelsea to uh, reach this stage he even started against man city the biggest match in our fa cup yeah, journey yeah if you would uh, say it like uh, if you would say it like that then you would think that manchester city is a bigger match than leicester city nevertheless we have decided on flop uh, we move on to the next player which is virgil van dijk so rishab van dijk which category um Yeah, I hate to say this, but he is world class. He's been so instrumental in Liverpool's progress as Champions League winners and Premier League winners. And I, I, as much as it pains me to say it, he is the closest to come to a Ballon d'Or, winning a Ballon d'Or since Fabio Cannavaro. So, absolutely world class. That is actually right. I agree on him being world class. Uh, Chirag and Vedant, do you all agree that Portugal and that should belong to the top tier category? definitely uh, the impact he has made the only uh, defender to get into the ballon d'or category after so long definitely deserves the spot to be uh, the world class we know how liverpool are struggling without him this season as well definitely world class yep definitely even my opinion he's definitely world class next up is a bit debatable as well because it's alisson becker uh, the goalkeeper to the liverpool team right now also brazil's first night first choice goalkeeper was signed from Roma. So, Rishabh, where do you think Alisson gets in in this list? Um, you know, mainly when people look at Liverpool goalkeepers, the 
they immediately think of Alisson being the best they've had so far, you know, and this is after the Champions League final against Madrid in 2018, 2017-2018 season. But, you know, apart from that, Loris Karius was a pretty good keeper. It was just that one match that ruined his career. And Alisson so far, he is, um, I would, he is better than Loris Karius, I would say. But, you know, like I said, he has people, like he has Virgil van Dijk backing him. So, you know, being part of, um, a Premier League winning squad and a Champions League winning squad, he has been absolutely worth the money. Worth every single euro that was spent by the Unions. So, are you going for worth the money or worth plus? Worth the money, not worth plus. Worth the money. I, I would agree on worth the money with the fact that the transfer fees was quite a lot. This season, he's not been the best. He has made a lot of errors. And the fact that he had a very good defence to back him up. And looking at some of the other players in the world club category, especially with Buffon and Neuer being there, I don't see Allison there yet. I think he was worth the money. Do you do you all agree with Chiragan with that? Yeah, worth the yeah, money. Yeah, definitely, definitely he's worth the money. Uh, Liverpool spent 63 million to be precise on him, and he's definitely lived up to that. So I think he should be on worth the money category. Next up is what people call the best defender in world football right now. It is. The latest sign of centre-back signing of Manchester City, it is Ruben Diaz. So, Rishabh, you're a Manchester City fan. Be unbiased here. And which category does your Portuguese centre-back fall in? Ruben Diaz has come in for around 80 million, if I'm not wrong. You know, Pep Guardiola has been known at City for splashing quite a lot of money on defenders. But he has filled, for me, currently, he has filled the gap that Vincent Company left in the defence. He, you know, Vincent Kompany was an absolute leader, a proper unit, a tank in our defence. And you see Ruben Diaz living up to it, not being at that level yet, but living up to the expectation that has been set by Pep Guardiola. And for me, he has been very instrumental, like Virgil van Dijk. He has been very instrumental in our title charge for the Premier League, our um, community shields, our um, FA Cup loss for that matter, but even the Champions League finals to reach there with him. So, he has been worth the money. Not world-class yet. He needs another season or so to prove that. But he has been worth the money. Uh, Chirag, do you agree with Ruben Diaz being worth the money? Or would you vouch for world-class? No, no, no. I'll just uh, go for worth the money. Because uh, this is just a season we have uh, seen him in the Premier League. We all know Premier League is a very competitive league to compete in. And his uh, comparisons with a company as Richard made that are way too uh, high expectations. But still, I see the similarities. Both have that sense of fearlessness in both of them. So I completely agree. Worth the money, not yet world class, but has the potential to be the world class. Right. The next up is a former Chelsea keeper, current Real Madrid number one, Thibaut Cordova, who was signed from Chelsea for, let me get the fee. Fee was 35 million euros. So it was relatively cheaper to some of the other goalkeepers over there. But where does he belong? Vedant. In 2018-19 season, I hated him because he used to make big, big errors. And his interviews, he used to sound a lot bit cocky. But somewhat even, I mean, it was his, like, he made the error, definitely. But uh, the last bad game, which I genuinely saw from him, was in November 2019. That was against PSG, where he puked in front of the Madrid fans. And the Madrid fans were calling him, were uh, whistling against him, calling him a rat, Thibaut Rata, and whatnot. So, I think he's just you know, turned around his Madrid chapter altogether because uh, last season he won the Zamora Trophy 
and this season he might have the chance to win it again so and he's won us game single handedly this season if you have seen murdered games so i think he's worth the money worth the money do you agree chirag considering the small price tag he had and that too because he wanted a move out and we had to agree chelsea rather had to agree with a very small price for him i agree we had to we have to put him in worth the money but according to me he is a decent signing first season was a major flop for him according to me a, a, a decent signing yeah i will go for decent signing rather than worth the money what about you, what about you jashab what the money well, i have to I have to agree with Vedant. You know, for such a small price fee, the first season was absolutely horrendous. But when you look at his second season, you know, winning the La Liga and this season also, you look at the title race in La Liga. Thibaut Courtois could absolutely single-handedly win you matches, and for me, he is worth the money. Right then, Thibaut Courtois, the Belgian keeper, is worth the money. Chelsea. And the final player, the final player on the list is former Manchester United defender, a legend of the game. who can soon be in the hall of fame for the premier league it's rio ferdinand with his move from i think it was leeds united to manchester united as back as summer of 2002 so rishab where do you see your city rival absolutely world class you know rio ferdinand has been so good for manchester united and his time at man united winning you know trophy after trophy under sir alex ferguson beating us horrendously But Rio Ferdinand is one of those people that I despise with a passion, but still one of the greatest defenders to ever grace the game. Since we're done with all the players, I actually made uh, this small arrangement over here as to the best signings. So, do you all agree with the order of the world class signings over there, or do you no. have any other views? No, I don't. So, Chirag, Chirag, what do you think? It's from left to right. Yeah, first of all, you cannot uh, categorize. among uh, among the single category i would say because all of them were so influential for their own uh, respective teams that's, uh, that's for me is that like then the world class category just for fun i thought of arranging it like this but no 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 it has to be uh, buffon ferdinand neuer and van dijk for me yeah agreed buffon, with chirag oh yeah and van dijk right that doesn't matter all of them fall into the world class category with that we come to the end of the video we have arranged all 20 which is the top 10 most expensive goalkeepers and the top 10 most expensive center backs in the world let us know if you like this video so we can make similar videos for other positions like full backs midfielders and so on and also let us know if you like like the tier video concept and uh, thank you if you're watching the video till the end we are absolutely delighted so for more top quality football content keep listening to the football parliament podcast i am palash signing off